This is a Manfred Madden Tuesday afternoon here on The Master with Andy Muir where I'm joined in studio by Southland MP Joseph Mooney. Good afternoon, Joseph. How's things? Oh, g'day, Andy. Hey, great to be here in studio. Yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, how's everything been last couple of days? Obviously, long weekend. We just had Anzac Day. How was it for you? Oh, look, it was, it was, yesterday it was fantastic. You know, I started off the morning, first thing in Riverton. It was uh, raining pretty heavily, but then I headed uh, to Drummond uh, for the Anzac Day Parade there, um, or event there, and then um, you know, came across to Waikaka, had another one over here. And, um, both, you know, great turnout from the community. It's great to sort of remember those who came before us and sacrificed to give us the you know freedom and democracy we have today. And yeah, so it was a great day. Yeah, I just went to the service here in Gore, 6.30am service. Probably not as many people as normal due to COVID, but saying that's still a lot. A lot of young people there as well. Oh, it's awesome to see the age range. You've got, you got the, the, very, the very young through to the very old and everyone in between. And everyone out there remembering those who came before us and you know, put those sacrifices in. You know, I know it for my, myself, you know, my, my granddad. Um, he was a, a captain in the Second World War, New Zealand Artillery, and that, that inspired me to join the Army Reserves for a while when I was a youngster. Nice. And then um, I, I, I had uh, the brother of one of my great-great-grandmothers actually was um, killed on the very first day of action uh, 107 years ago yesterday in, in Gallipoli. Uh, so, you know, that's, yeah. But m so many of us right across the country have got these stories. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of stories going around at the moment. And um, look, a change of tack now. We'll just acknowledge what happened in Invercargill. Tragic on Friday regarding the fatality that occurred on Queen's Drive and as well the stabbing on Don Street too. Um, this isn't the South and we know, is it? But regardless, our thoughts go out to families involved with everybody there. Uh, uh, absolute tragedy. My heart goes out to the families and friends of everyone uh, who's been affected by it. It's, uh, yeah, it really hits the community's heart. And, some very small communities like Bluff. You know, everyone knows everyone. Um, so, yeah, really feeling for everyone. And it's just something that's been brought to the attention of the media this morning regarding rural roads. Uh, for instance, in Mid-Canterbury, where there was a fatality last year, over 70 intersections aren't properly signed or got signage up for a better England talk there. Yeah. <laughs> um, apologies there. For, uh, but, I, like, um, I, like, I like the England talk. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's down and relevant, yeah. yeah. But um, it just shows it was like that. And Southland's just as bad. You go to a lot of these intersections there, there's some, there's some really dodgy ones, isn't there? And they need addressed. Yeah, well, there's, there's quite a lot. I mean, there's a lot of issues across Southland, actually, that, uh, you know, you know I, I get it raised with me. And actually, in fact, I've been talking to a transport spokesperson very recently about... You know, the issues that get raised with me repeatedly is that we pay a lot, um, you know, for our roading networks effectively through our, you know, our fuel tax, etc. But we don't get a lot back, and you know, we've got those intersections you mentioned, and we've got bridges uh, which are, you know, in a state of disrepair. And I was only talking to people yesterday about, uh, you know, bridges that they have to go around, and you know, it has a big impact on the economy. Yeah, it's like you like to think infrastructure is going to go around. Um, Tiana as well losing their midwife. Just recently too. I mean, it's never. It's a circle that just keeps revolving. Yeah, we. we I mean, just on that, it's um, with these big health reforms. I'm really disappointed that the government hasn't turned its mind to rural health. They don't really seem to have thought about it. And you know, if we're going to be improving um, inequities in the system, you know, one of the biggest inequities is uh, you know access to rural health. You know, in our region and across New Zealand, and the government really hasn't turned their mind to that. And that's um, that's quite disappointing. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, wanting to push them on that. Make sure they actually do. Um, because we, we need it, as like you say, Tiana losing its midwife. It's a big issue. Lumsden closed down only a couple of years ago. Yeah. They promised that you know wouldn't have a reduction in services, and but unfortunately, you know, the 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 staff are, are understandably uh, moving on because they don't have the support. What would you like to see occur 
for rural services in Southland? Well, I, we, we need to have um, us, enough nurses and doctors as a, as a key thing. And, you know, that's one of the big issues the last couple of years. The government has um, kept out people who wanted to come into New Zealand, who wanted to come and work here. Yeah. And there's a global shortage right now in, uh, in the healthcare workforce. But um, rather than getting people in, you know, because it takes years to train train people up, um, you know, so rather than, rather than making that a priority, they didn't. They kept them out. And, you know, that's one of the big problems why we don't have enough um, healthcare staff. And that's... You're disappointing with this this healthcare restructure. They're spending about half a billion dollars on restructuring the health system, but they're not focusing on doctors and nurses and you know beds and the, the key infrastructure we need to actually improve health outcomes. I think though you talk about the workers from overseas is just every industry at the moment, dairy farming especially, trying to get the workers into the country for July for carving, for example. Um, yeah, it's just every every sector's basically been impacted though. Well, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, and it, it seems to be the government's taking this ideological approach to it, where they they think that uh, there, there's other Kiwis who are available, and we just need to pay more, offer better conditions, and we'll get you know they'll come and do the job. But you know, the country's facing its bigger, biggest workforce shortages in 40 years, you know, 40 years. So uh, we, we there's a workforce just isn't, isn't available. You know, we we need to bring people in from overseas, um, you know, to make sure our economy keeps functioning. And just for yourself, Joseph, what's up for the rest of the week? Obviously, another shorter week. Uh, Manzac Day yesterday, three-day weekend, but um, only four days. What does that do? For, what do you got planned? Oh, I'd have to look at my calendar and remember exactly everything I've got going on. There's a whole lot. I mean, last night, actually, I shot over to, um, to Milford Sound just to, to, you know, watch the sun go down and just that, that final moment of reflection. Because, you know, at, nice. the, at the going down of the sun in the morning, we will remember them. And, yeah. uh, you know, they had real resonance for me. And today I've got a number of events around the Southland and Gore um, to, until this evening. And then shooting up, got Chris Bishop in Queenstown tomorrow, having a you know, look at housing issues uh, in Queenstown. And then well, I'd have to look at my calendar and remind myself exactly everything else I've got going on this week. It's quite, it's quite a bit. Oh, Chris, he's like a wee kettle dog going, isn't he? Just remember, tell him to bloody smile every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing a great job doing holding accountability. And, uh, yeah, so just tell the kettle dog to put a smile on his doll every now and then, <laughs> yeah. you know. Okay. I'll, I'll try and get a photo with a smile tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. Hey, we appreciate your time in studio. As always, Joseph, thanks for coming in and um, chewing the fat on a Tuesday afternoon. Hey, great to be here. Joseph Mooney there, local MP here for Southland. Always great to catch up. As we do every couple of weeks here on The Muster, we're up next is Blair Drysdale, farming at Balfour and the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. That's for The Muster on a Tuesday afternoon. When she walks by.